Hi, everybody, and welcome back here to another another little bite-sized political podcast. Now, today sees the junior doctors in the NHS commence a six-day strike, another six, another strike. And striking doctors, of course, uh, is what we expect from the uh, Marxists in charge of the uh, um well, the doctors trade unions in the in the NHL, and, and generally speaking, I mean, it's it's interesting at one level that uh, they they only want thirty five percent. Please, can we have a whip around for these brave doctors who you know who are paid virtually nothing? Well, except they're not paid virtually nothing. They're very generously paid, and I don't think they warrant anything like 35%. But the fact that they hold their patients to ransom shouldn't surprise anyone. But here's the thing. Here's the story I wanted to get to you about, because I can give you a little bit of personal insight based on yesterday. So we were being told yesterday that uh, the A&E units around uh, in Northern Ireland, where I live, uh, were they were overflowing? They were sending out. In fact, this is true. They did send out messages saying, "Oh, if don't come to any, if you don't, if you can possibly avoid coming to accident and emergency, do so because we're overwhelmed. We're overwhelmed, I tell you." And this was faithfully trotted out by the BBC, coming, of course, from within the NHS. Now, here's the thing: my little uh, grandson the other day uh, tripped over as as toddlers do. And he hurt his leg a little bit, and he, he he seemed to be in a little bit of pain. So yesterday, my son took him to the local A&E yesterday, one of those that we were being told by the BBC from the NHS was overwhelmed. There was so many people in it. He told me there was one lady in front of him. That was it. What? One person? Yeah. When was that? That was about 11 o'clock, half 11 yesterday morning. Now, unless hundreds of people suddenly decided once they got their lunch, better head off to A&E, something doesn't ring true here. And it's my view that I think it's entirely conceivable that this is all coordinated and uh, concerted propaganda coming from within the NHS to make you think that if you go to A&E, then, you know, you're going to be absolutely swamped. You're going to be standing room only is how they put it. But it wasn't standing room only. And the specific NHS uh, A&E that uh, I'm talking about was one of those mentioned. So I have every reason, I have no reason to doubt what my son told me was the truth, that there was one lady in front of him and then he was seen. In fact, he was back very quickly. Um but the media and the NHS were putting out the story. It's over. Well, honestly, the people, I mean, and, and the, you know, the, 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 the people are standing. They can't even get seats. There's so many. Please don't come. It's just too much. Now, I'm not saying some, some A&Es weren't uh, more busy than normal. That's possible. But I find it impossible that at the same time as I'm being told via the BBC from the NHS that the A&Es are stacked my son goes into one of them and it's empty. And, and if you recall, this is very similar to what we were being told during COVID. Do you remember when we were told, oh, don't come near the, don't come near hospitals. They're just overwhelmed with uh, COVID patients. And then people went in and what did they find? They were empty. They were empty. I honestly think there's something deeply, almost satanic about the NHS. I've got to that point with it. You know, I don't believe a word that the NHS tells me. I don't believe anything that they say. 
I think um, the media faithfully recounts every cliche that they spit that the NHS activists throw out. And, and I think we have to be constantly alert to that which we are being told is what's happening in the NHS. Because in, in, in some cases, it may not be happening at all. In others, it might be happening. In some, maybe it is. But the impression that we're being given is this beleaguered health service, which, by the way, has had a very good three last three years since 2020. Great time. They all got their little George Cross. They all got their, their pay increases. Not enough, of course, because they're so greedy. They all got their bonus payments. They all got their, you know, oh, they can get um, uh, special discounts and freebies, this, that, and the other. Do you remember? Because of their heroic effort during COVID in which they medazzled and uh, ventilated patients into eternity. Oh, yeah. And that, not forgetting their legendary TikTok routines, of course. So, I'm sorry, the NHS doesn't cut it for me in any regard, in any way. I would love to see it just, you know, just like the BBC. It's it's lasted too long. It does no good. It's vastly expensive. We could get much better services if we thought about it a bit more creatively and differently and forgot about this notion of, you know, oh, it's free at point of care. Yeah, but you're paying an absolute fortune for a service, which is then held to ransom, you're then held to ransom uh, by the doctors who are saying, well, we need another 35% or we can't possibly operate within this. Well, I would say don't operate within this then. Go all, go and do something else that gives you this, the, the money that you think you deserve. And if you think that's the private sector, off you total. But, you know, I frankly am at the point where you just cannot believe a damn thing that the NHS tells us.